When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a lot of different things to talk about today, and we'll work our way through this because there's three days of open mandatory minicamp, and all players accounted for in the building, but not everybody out on the field. So um, looking at the guys who were not physically on the field today, Kevin Byard was available to them to use throughout the course of practice, but absent physically out there on the practice field, Dylan Radens, Caleb Farley, Harold Landry, Christian Fulton, Elijah Molden. I did see Christian Fulton on a bike. Um, I don't know if that means he's injured, which would be, of course, not an ideal way to start after your season ended with uh, your coach calling out your durability issues, you and David Long, if you're Christian Fulton. Molden has been out there, so I don't know if uh, Elijah Molden recently uh, has sustained an injury or was just uh, having an off day. And then the other three, obviously they're not physically available yet. Although you would think Harold Landry would be out there at some point, but it does not appear. And I, you know, I don't know anything about the Harold situation other than it's been almost a full calendar year since the ACL tear. And, uh, you know, I'm sure at some point he's going to get back out there and test things around either way. Um, with all that being said, you know, rather than just do roll call tonight and go through who was there and who wasn't there and how important that was when, all of the guys who needed to be there are there. They're all there. They're not going to get fined, including Kevin Byard. But Kevin Byard didn't want to talk today. So we can't talk to, about Kevin Byard because Kevin Byard didn't talk to us. What we can talk about, and we'll get to Byard a little later, later without a quote necessarily, without an explanation of where he's been or what's been going on. Um, we can look at what Will Levis is doing and some of the other players at various position groups. And the question that I want to ask or that I want to start with is this, your two rivers Ford take. What would it take for Will Levis to win the Titans backup job before training camp? Is there anything that the rookie quarterback can do to before training camp unseat Malik Willis as the two? We will talk about these things together right after I remind you that your two rivers Ford take is made possible by the lovely folks at Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, and a brand name that has been operating here in Middle Tennessee with honesty and integrity for 40 years. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So is there anything that Will Levis can do to uh, to take over the backup quarterback job before training camp starts? Junior Holland says, nope, uh, at this point. Um, uh, and I, uh, I've i seen a couple of different comments uh, regarding him in particular. Show that video of the quarterbacks. Watch Willis' second throw. Uh, I'm not sure specifically what Chris Frazier is asking about uh, which video specifically is asking. Puka says, nope, nothing Levis can do. Only if Tannehill gets hurt somehow. Stephen King says, Levis would need to be perfect, but also need Willis to fall hard. And I agree with all those assessments. I don't think that there's anything beyond injury that would see Will Levis moved or uh, elevated out of his current situation 
before training camp. Doesn't mean that he can't earn the job during training camp, right? I'm talking about before we get to training camp at the end of July. I don't think there's anything, um, barring injury, that would see Will Levis overtake Malik at this point. Malik has not been bad by any stretch of the imagination, or at least bad enough to warrant any kind of uh, any kind of switch, nor has Will Levis been like any kind of overwhelmingly great out there. There's nothing to indicate that he should be clearly and obviously the backup quarterback just yet. So while that may end up being where things go, and while they may have every intention of making him the backup quarterback, given that they drafted him in the second round with Malik still on the roster, doesn't mean that it won't happen eventually. But before training camp, it's kind of difficult to do. And he's very much in the learning phase of things, these things, right? I caught up with him a little earlier today after practice, as did uh, some of my other Titans media colleagues. And uh, we're just checking in on how the rookie quarterback's been doing. Most of the guys are already here, you know? So, like, it's good to see all the rest of the faces in here. But, I mean, it's kind of the same schedule we've been doing. So, um, not too much has changed. Just got to keep working on Iron out the little details and getting into situational stuff like red zone stuff for the first time. It's, um, it's exciting. Have you sensed kind of the competition maybe stepping up a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's competition every day, regardless of what it is. Um, but, I mean, I think as we get closer and closer to the training camp, it definitely does kind of heighten a little bit. We were talking to Grable last week about the idea of it being okay to make new mistakes for you guys, no matter how long you've been here or any of that. How's that been to kind of work through for you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to hear that because, I mean, like, you always want to make the right play. You don't want to make the wrong decision and uh, force the ball when we don't need to. But I mean, these are the times to make those mistakes. It's when it's week one. Obviously, it's not. But I mean, now it's, it's now it's the time to experiment. It's time to take some shots and to um, not be, um, you know, reckless, but to you know be a little experimental. So I mean, this is being my first year in the league. Like, um, it's like I got, got to do that to get the feel of you know. Uh, right way to play the position so that's will levis speaking with us after practice today uh a to z sports prime time is made possible by the great people at the ashton real estate group of remax advantage go to garyashton.com and get your dream address without the stress the intel edge you need to succeed can be relied upon for gary ashton to provide the official real estate agent of the nashville predators and of a to z sports prime time is garyashton.com so is there anything for Will Levis to do at this stage to clearly and obviously take the backup quarterback job before training camp? The answer is probably no, right? And that's fine. There's nothing that he needs to do um, or nothing that he can necessarily do other than kind of wait for his opportunity, his most real opportunity to take that job away from the person who currently occupies it. And also, it's entirely possible that Malik Willis puts on a good enough performance in training camp to secure that backup quarterback job and makes the Titans' life a lot harder, right? He could very easily complicate these things. Maybe not very easily complicate these things, but he could provide an easy complication should he show substantial improvement, right? And we uh, and we don't know really what that's going to look like until we start to see them against you know, the Minnesota Vikings in joint training camp practices. Should the Patriots end up doing joint work here, um, that's not been officially confirmed yet, but I know Mike Vrabel said they were working through the logistics uh, with uh, New England on that in the weeks to come. Preseason games, he'll have his opportunities, right? Training camp, once the pads are on, once there can be a little bit more contact, even though it's not full contact, Will Levis will probably have to wait until then. Um, 
Junior Holland says it's definitely going to come down to preseason. Chris Johnson says, so who's starting in preseason? Well, um, I imagine they'll do it the way that they've done it in the last couple of years, right? Which is uh, they'll start with a uh, they'll start with one of them. It'll probably be Willis starting the first preseason game. Then the second preseason game, it'll likely be Levis that starts the game. Um, they may do a split rotation in game the way that we've seen them do with Woodside and Willis, the way that we've seen them do with uh, Woodside and oh, who was uh, who was the initial signee quarterback. I mean, they've had a couple over the course of the last couple of years, but I can't remember if guys like Cole McDonald. Cole McDonald didn't make it through training camp before he was released. So I'm trying to find a better uh, or remember a better situation where they did something like that. I know I'm trying to think who the who the third quarterback was for them during COVID, um, where they had a, a handful of guys on a rotation. But they've done the split quarterback reps before with the guys who are clearly and obviously two and three. Right, they'll they'll probably start the preseason with Willis, and then um, they'll work a rotation. They may work the rotation in game, as I said. Kaiser, Simeon, both of those guys were on the roster at various points um, in training camp. I can't remember if Kaiser, I know, was a uh, was a COVID camp player, and then was on the roster that following year and was uh, competing or was competing with Logan Woodside. Logan Woodside ended up beating out the former second round pick and Deshaun Kaiser. So, you know, stranger things have happened than a second-round pick getting beating, beaten out for a second-string job. Be- uh, think, think of Kyle Trask, right? Former second-round pick out of Florida. Kyle Trask, who uh, has not had much of an NFL career at all to this point, and obviously he's been behind both Blaine Gabbert and Tom Brady uh, at this stage of his career. Kyle Trask has not been much of anything um, for their, for the Buccaneers, but now even Kyle Trask finds himself in competition with Baker Mayfield, a former first overall pick, but think about the fall from grace that those guys have had. So Will Levis, just by nature of being a second-round pick, doesn't guarantee him shit on this roster, and I think that's important to remember. Um, let's move on and let's talk about Kevin Byard, because I know – well, I'll answer one of these uh, – one, one more of these Levis questions from Shane Hatfield here in just a second, uh, and then we can move on to Kevin Byard. Uh, the question that I'm going to ask you about Byard is this. What is your level of relief – to see number 31 back at Titans camp. Kevin Byard in the flesh did not speak today, uh, but that's fine. Um, let uh, What is your level of relief to see Kevin Byard back at Titans camp? We'll get into that momentarily. Uh, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. I was at TrueMath Fitness today, this morning. Worth the uh, owner and head coach. At TrueMath Fitness is who I was working out with, and he will put you in the best possible position to succeed. Their entire staff will at TrueMath Fitness. The facility is excellent, is conveniently located in downtown Nashville. They'll even provide you with your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. A new way to work out, a new you. Go to TrueMath Fitness today. Um, but uh, we'll get to the Murfreesboro, <laughs> Murfreesboro, we'll get to the Bayard thing here in just a second. Um, a comment from Shane Hatfield that I want to do. I do want to read before we move on. Buck, do we want him, him being Levis, I assume, rushed into the backup role? Would we not want the speed of the game to come to him? And yes, Shane, there is no pressure on him to start anytime soon. Um, you know, I think that any 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 move to put him in the backup role should be because he's earned it, right? Not because not just because he was drafted in the second round this year over a guy who was drafted in the third round 
last year. Um, I would say that you want him to earn it and you want to see quantifiable evidence that he is a better backup quarterback option than Malik Willis before obviously putting him in, him into that role, which is how I would advocate for this thing. It's not like Anthony Richardson, right? They have to play Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis because he simply hasn't played much football at all. Well, Levis has played plenty of football. There's no concern about what he can or can't do. The question is, all right, how ready can you get him before you have to throw him out there? Whereas Richardson, you just need to get, you just need to get him live reps. Um, it's not like uh, it's not like Levis wouldn't benefit from live reps either. But obviously, the situation is different here, and there's no need. There's no great pressure at all to put him out on the field. But let's move forward and let's talk about Kevin Byard. Uh, we were talking to Mike Vrabel about. Uh, actually, we we're talking to a great many people about Kevin Byard today. One of them was Aziz Alshair, the new inside linebacker. One of the new inside linebackers on this team. Aziz was asked if the intensity level felt any different with Byard finally uh, in the huddle. And this is what the new Titans inside linebacker had to say. I really didn't notice it at all. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's, it's, it's really good. Like, just a breath of fresh air. You know, obviously a guy who has a ton of experience. You know, he's been in the league longer than, you know, obviously a lot of players. And uh, I think he's, what, the longest tenured uh, Titan, I want to say. So, I mean, it's just uh, really good to have him in the building. And, you know, I got to uh, meet him at his um, uh, f- uh, function that he had earlier in the year, uh, earlier in, in the season. Like, it was like a month and a half ago when I first got here. Um, so it was good to talk to him again, see him in the building again. And, you know, everybody was happy to see him, obviously. Think about that. Kevin Byard and Derrick Henry uh, coming into the same draft class in 2016. They are now, think about that. They are now the two longest tenured Titans on this football team. 2016, I mean, it's not a short time ago. They've been in the league for quite some time, so it's not necessarily uncommon that that would be the case, but it's just crazy to think about. We went from Brett Kern uh, and Taylor Lewan being the longest tenured Titan to now even even a smaller sample size with Derrick Henry and Kevin Byard being the longest lasting Titans at this point. And both of them, by the way, very, very much up in the air. Now, we did talk to Derrick today. And we talked to Derek about the idea that, yeah, have you talked to Byard about how much uncertainty has been around both of you uh, throughout the course of this offseason? There's obviously a ton of rumors. You you can't necessarily pay attention to that. And Derek was like, yeah, we talked about it. You try not to pay too much attention to that stuff. And I know KB was going to come in in shape. I knew I was going to come in shape. So you just put your head down and work, basically, is how Derek addressed it. And I'm sure whenever Kevin Byard decides that he wants to speak to media, I'm sure it will be at some point this week, if he's going to be here all week. Um, I would say that he will address all of these things, but he did not speak to the media today. So we will leave it at that for Kevin Byard for now. Uh, I'm sure when he does speak, there will be a lot more conversations to be had. What's your level of relief? I mean, I wasn't ever worried. I knew he was going to be here. Um, I know a lot of you guys were worried. I was, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine today, this morning, as a matter of fact, about he saw Kevin Byard at a gas station or at a, uh, at a, at a grocery store or something like that last couple of weeks. And he was real fired up about it. He said, hey, KB, tighten up. And Byard apparently said to him, yeah, thanks, man. You know, in a, in a way that didn't make him feel terribly confident about uh, the lack of reciprocation of the uh, the tighten up exchange. But Kevin Byard's here. Kevin Byard's a professional. How much longer Kevin Byard is a Tennessee Titan? Who's to say? But uh, for the immediate, that is, uh, they are, they are, uh, they have full attendance is what I'm trying to say poorly. And I think that for Bayard, you know, he's just going to go out there and do his job. 
MB says, Bayard stuff overhyped by the media. I wasn't worried. Trust me. Well, who in the media? Nobody in local media was hyping it up. And I'm sure as sure, shit, nobody outside of Nashville was talking about Kevin Byard um, not reporting to voluntary OTAs. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm quite certain that wasn't being covered on NFL Network with any great intensity or covered on ESPN with any great intensity because it's a very, very small story in the scale of the National Football League right now. Not, not any disrespect to Byard, but just in terms of national coverage. So. I don't know who you saw overhyping anything about Kevin Byard at this time of year, but I haven't seen uh I haven't seen Byard. Um I haven't I don't think the local media has made anything of the Kevin Byard thing. It's always been like, yeah, is he here? Oh no, okay. Is he gonna show up for mandatory minute camp? Yeah, that's the expectation. There he is. That's that's uh that's what it is. Michael M says, none at all. That's what I'm saying. So I, you know, I don't know. And listen, yeah, I think media overhype stuff all the time. I over I've totally have uh, been guilty of overhyping things in my life. Um, it will probably happen again. I'm sure I'll have a ridiculous overreaction at, at many different points uh, moving forward in my career. But I don't think this Kevin Byard thing has been anything that's been uh, over-exaggerated by any stretch of the imagination. It's just it's what it is. Um, LeVar Jeffries asked me a question about what do I think about getting Devin White? I don't think anything about Devin White. I don't think anything at all about Devin White. What do I want Devin White for? Um, <laughs> I don't know why you want Devin White. Just because he's a name you recognize and you don't recognize the two guys playing inside linebacker for you? Why do you want to pay more for one of the least valuable positions on uh, on a defense right now in the inside linebacker where you've got two very cost-effective options and you have no idea whether they're even any good or not? So maybe they're not Devin White, but maybe you don't have to pay for Devin White and give up draft capital to get Devin White when you already gave up draft capital. Uh, when you're not flush with draft capital to begin with, you gave up additional draft capital to go trade up and get Will Levis. Uh, no, <laughs> no, thank you on the, uh, Devin white situation. I don't know why people keep sending me that there's, there's gotta be some kind of like bleacher report aggregated article out there. That's contemplating, you know, 32 trades for 32 NFL teams or some shit like that. I don't care about that. It's, uh, you know, if, if there's something more real that you guys want to talk about, we can get to that later on. No word, by the way, on anything around Deandre Hopkins at this stage. Um, but, uh, that is not something I expect a resolution on at any time in the near future. I'm sure we'll be well into training camp before DeAndre Hopkins decides which situation makes the most sense for him. All right, let's do a gone viral video here on the primetime show, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, the question that we are going to ask you is this. What should the Colts, uh, what should the punishment be for Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers at this point. Now, I still haven't seen anything official from the league about it being specifically Isaiah Rogers, although Isaiah Rogers has copped to it publicly. So this situate this uh, circumstance with the Colts is kind of odd uh, at this point. What should the Colt? What should the punishment be for Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers? Uh, we will talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the great people at Superbook Sports. Download the promo code ATOZ. Download the Superbook Sports app and plug in the promo code ATOZ, and they will match your first bet up to $250. No better place to wager on, for example, the Mets and the Braves. 2-1 uh, in favor of New York right now. Uh, one on, two out. Uh, no, two-run home run, as a matter of fact. Just hit uh, by New York to go up 4-1, unfortunately, for the Braves fans in the audience. That just happened in real time, so sorry for that. Either way, whether you're betting baseball, basketball, or the NHL, no matter what you want to bet, Superbook Sports is your place to go. So download the Superbook app today. Go to Superbook.com. 
For terms and conditions, gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. I think that that when you look at the circumstance for NFL players in gambling right now, um, it sounds like, and I want to give you the full details on this, Isaiah Rogers, he's probably the Colts' best defensive back right now. I know he's been a core special teamer for them in the last uh, last couple of years. So the NFL is currently investigating uh, a situation where Isaiah Rogers possibly violated the league's gambling policy. The team acknowledged that on Monday, saying that they are aware of the NFL's investigation and they will not comment further at this time. He himself, the player, Isaiah Rogers, has tweeted that he takes full responsibility. Quote, I know I have made mistakes and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to repair the situation. Last thing I ever wanted to do was be a distraction to the Colts organization, my coaches and my teammates. I've let people down that I care about. He goes on to say that he's made an error in judgment. And listen, they're held to a different standard, whether you think it's fair or unfair, no matter who he plays for, or say it, God forbid, it happened to, you know, one of your favorite players or something like that. Like they're just held to a different standard at this stage of, uh, at this stage of his, uh, at their, at this stage of league partnerships, right? Where the gambling money is everywhere. And that was something that Ian Rappaport went on the Pat McAfee show to provide a little more context about today. Sports gambling is coming into Mm. a real power play here in Americana. We're talking about a potential trillion-dollar business at some point. Only in 17 states. It's going to be in at least 40. There's some states that are never going to get there, but the money is going to yodel, 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 yodel. It's going to continue to go. The NFL knows that. They're going to be able to profit off it. But the players cannot dabble because if the players dabble, then the integrity of the game gets questioned. And if the integrity of the game gets questioned, the entire fucking league, yodel, can hey completely fall isaiah rogers senior allegedly over 100 bets happening from the facility and on the colts is this all true and this is what this is going to be a big time this is going to be a big time suspension almost banned it sounds like well first of all yeah he has put out a statement acknowledging it seems like a lot of this right i mean he has taken full responsibility which i guess is good um but it seems like, look, what we know is the yeah, NFL it's is, good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good, but it also all allegedly happened, and it is something the NFL is looking into. So it's taking full responsibility after you've gotten caught is good, but it's also all that stuff happened, uh, and it's all really bad allegedly. Um, the NFL is looking into it. I know when the first kind of batch of these came, you know, we sort of knew there was maybe a couple others that existed around the same time. This was one of them. It seems like this, just based on the initial reports, was a little more expansive. Um, and we'll see what punishment he gets. But it, the you talked about potential banishment, which is suspended a year. Uh, if that is the case, I mean, that's, that's pretty significant. And then he would have to apply for reinstatement, which he could get or he could not get. Like, if what the reports say is true, this could be – Extremely significant, extremely significant. Go ahead, AJ. Ian, does the NFL have, like, has the, does the, the league office have a, a group or a team that does this that specifically monitors everything? And did they, have they had this from the jump when they knew sports gambling was coming online? Yeah, I mean, there, there is a lot of sort of uh, examination. There is a, a lot of investigation, I would say, into what players can do. Uh, there's a lot of tracking, and I know this Isaiah Rogers, just based on the articles um, that I've read and the information that's out there, did not use his own name, but some players have. Um, so when you use your own name, it's all pretty easy. 
So uh, this is the uh, this is the stage um, that the NFL is in, and you know whether you think it's right or wrong or indifferent, this is how it's going to be, right? The NFL is going to any league is going to come down hard on players who participate in this, especially if you're actively trying to circumvent the rules. As Aaron Rodgers can say whatever he wants, if he's using a fake name, they're going to hit him for it, right? And this is uh, kind of the situation that Calvin Ridley. Just went through. You're going to see more and more of these, and it's probably going to be more stringent at this stage that uh, these things are going to continue. So I think that it's something to keep an eye on. I know Mike Vrabel said they were going to talk. Uh, I think I, I know Mike Vrabel said they were going to talk to uh, the players again today about it. It's something that's apparently a part of their continued routine with this, as well as everything else that's going on. But um, you know, if you're a, you're a, if you're an NFL fan, now you're not just worried about losing players for the season for injury. Now you're worried about, uh, losing players for the season because, you know, they may have, uh, they may have put, uh, put down a, put together a parlay that, uh, might've gotten sniffed out by the league that they're playing for tough scene. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Always a pleasure to spend some time with you guys each and every Sunday through Thursday evening radio show tomorrow speaking of uh stuff that's fun chig Conquo is going to be on the radio show so we'll talk to chig about everything that's been going on for him uh throughout the course of otas we'll also have barry trotz if you are a preds fan um the former preds head coach now turned preds general manager he will be on the radio show at 10 20 chig at 11 15 so if you enjoy the preds and the tennessee titans and you haven't just tested out the radio show before we would invite you to do so tomorrow from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. It'll be a lot of fun, and we look forward to seeing you there. Of course, I'll be out at Titans uh, Mandatory Minicamp again tomorrow, and we'll see if Kevin Byer talks. If Kevin Byer talks, that's probably what we're going to be talking about. And I will see you guys tomorrow at some point, either on the radio or here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.